Welcome back to episode seven of North Lawrence Connection. Our goal here at North Lawrence Connection is to honor and recognize the teaching and learning happening each day in our schools, and we will connect listeners to the voices and stories of our district. I am Susan Petty, the principal at Needmore Elementary, and I am one of the co-hosts. I'm Melanie Hazelwood, the other co-host. I am the instructional coach at the Olytic Campus. We welcome you back to North Lawrence Connection. We are so excited to celebrate the learning and happenings here in North Lawrence School District. We are excited to announce the number one ranking of our 4A girls basketball team. So they are 15 and one. Wow. That's their current record. Congratulations to the BNL Star girls and coach Jeff Allen. Melanie, did you see that video on the North Lawrence website and Facebook page? I did. It was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Gave me all the feels. Right? Yeah. (laughs) We are ready to announce our trivia winner from last week's trivia question. The question was, who is Lawrence County named after? And Lisa Carrico, a staff member at Needmore Elementary, responded with the correct answer of James Lawrence. The state legislature assigned the county its name of Lawrence in honor of Naval Officer Captain James Lawrence, who coined the phrase, don't give up on the ship. And it just happens to be a coincidence that Lawrence County would later become home to the Naval Service Warfare Center for Crane Division, which is also the third largest naval base in the world. And this week's new trivia question is... What statue in Olytic was given to Bedford as a gift from the Indiana limestone industry? Again, what statue in Olytic was given to Bedford as a gift from the Indiana limestone industry? You can email your response to podcast at nlcs.k12.in.us. All right, now for our athletic events coming up this week. At BNL, we have Boys Varsity and JV Basketball will play Mitchell and Jennings County. And the freshman boys team will also play Jennings County. Girls varsity and JV teams will play against Floyd Central. The swimming and diving team will compete against Seymour, and the girls will participate in the HHC diving event, while the wrestling team has a match against Columbus North and will compete in the HHS tournament. Middle school, BMS boys will play Washington Junior Senior High, Tri-North, Ligoti, and Jennings County. OMS boys basketball will compete against Bachelor, Paoli, Edgewood, and Lutheran Central. Good luck to all of our teams. Well, we're really excited about Episode 7. We have Jenna Clark here from BNL as our Part 2 series. Hi. So welcome, Jenna. Glad to have you. We're glad to be here. So as we begin, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you came to education, how you came to North Lawrence, and any previous roles or um, any personal info you want to share with our listeners. Sure, I'd be happy to. So I started my journey at IU and studied psychology, where I got my bachelor's degree and returned right after graduating for grad school, studied counseling education, um, and became a school counselor. Um, I spent one year at Edgewood, and it was a great time. I was a family involvement coordinator. I didn't start as a counselor. And then the very next school year, I ended up at BNL, and I served as a counselor and director of counseling for nine years. 
And last year I had the opportunity to make a job change and got to work with Maggie Dayton in the curriculum department at North Lawrence Community Schools Administration Building. And um, that turned into some very different roles too during the pandemic. So I was able to serve students and families with our virtual program as the Empire Director. And then that landed me this year as assistant principal at BNL. I am, um, BNL is a home to me, so I'm really, really happy to be back at BNL after all the other adventures that I've had as well. Um, other things about me, I guess I would share. Um, I have two kids of my own. They're 10 and 11 and third, or I'm sorry, they're not in third and fourth. They're in fourth <laughs> and fifth. It's hard to keep Time up with flies. that. Time flies. Yes. It does fly. Um, they are in fourth and fifth grade at Lakeview Elementary, and um, I stay really busy with them, too, outside of work. I bet. So how many years have you been in NLCS? This is my 11th year. Okay. Did you go to school here when you were? No, I okay. did not. Okay. Um, I went to Avon High School. Okay. All right. Well, we are very lucky to have you. Thank you. So last week, we had Mr. Key, principal of BNL, here on the podcast, and he briefly spoke about the dual credit program out at BNL. And this is something that we really want to go in more detail about today. So can you give us more information about the early college program, including the benefits and requirements of this? Absolutely. I'd love to. And feel free to stop me if we start <laughs> running out of time, because there's a lot to talk about when it comes to dual credit and early college. Um, I guess I would start by just explaining the difference between dual credit and early college, because they are, while they are one and the same, they are different, too. Um, I don't know all of what Mr. Key has shared yet, but um, I will tell you, so dual credit is where a student can take a high school class and get college credit. So I'll start by just telling you a little bit about the difference between dual credit and early college, because while sometimes they can be the same thing, they're not always the same thing. So first of all, dual credit is where a student is in a high school class, and they're also earning college credits at the same time. Um, we have providers with IU, USI, Ivy Tech, and Vincennes, where students are in a BNL class with a BNL teacher, but they're learning content that came from that university and the teacher is specifically trained at that university. There's a registration process, tuition involved sometimes. Um, so all of that happens and students are earning credits towards college. So the state of Indiana and the Higher Learning Commission about 20 years ago identified that there is a lot of dual credit opportunities for students out there and they refer to them as random acts of dual credit. So students are taking classes here and there, but it's not amounting to what they thought it would when they go to college. Maybe that particular class isn't accepted at that university or that class doesn't help with their major. So the Higher Learning Commission put together something currently referred to as the Indiana College Core, which is a certificate that students can earn and take with them to any college in the state of Indiana that's a public school. Some of our private, private schools are also accepting that. So when we are working towards that goal in mind, we're thinking more early college. So some students may take just one dual credit class the whole time they're in high school because they're interested in that particular class. That particular class is going to help them in their major and in their college. Other students are looking at that whole picture. They want that whole package. In the Indiana College Core, when students are working towards that, we're thinking more of early college. So instead of random acts of dual credit, more the full picture and the whole package. So that's the difference between the two. You can certainly be in a dual credit class, but not be part of early college. So is this only offered to seniors, or can underclassmen participate as well? Great question. So um, every class has different prerequisites depending on the college and the class. 
but we have freshmen taking dual credit all, every single oh, year all awesome. the way up to senior year. Yeah, so our early college program, students definitely can benefit from starting earlier than later. But we have had students who have graduated with the ICC when they just started their senior year. What does um, ICC stand that's for? That's the Indiana College Corps. Great question. Um, another quality of the early colleges who we're targeting. So those students aren't always our highest achieving students. They're not always the student who is maybe going to be your valedictorian or graduate with 60 college credits. We're targeting students who want to go to college, have interest in that, but maybe don't feel like they can. Maybe there's barriers in their life or they don't have the support that other students might. So the early college program is also about providing supports to students. So what additional supports can we put in place while you're in high school to help you feel like you can do it, that college is an option? And giving them exposure to those dual credit classes in high school with the additional supports helps them feel confident that they can do it. I can go to college. College can be an option for me. Some of those um, targets that we're looking for is first-generation students. Maybe no one in their home has been to college, free and reduced lunch students, and any other other barriers that may make someone feel like they can't go to college. So we're trying to help those students achieve that. Anyone can participate. Anybody can be interested. But those are the students that we're seeking out actively. That sounds like a really amazing program that any student can um, look forward to having the opportunity to participate in. And seeing that this is kind of the time of year when families and um, maybe juniors or seniors are exploring scholarship opportunities and looking into financial aid for college. Can you talk about how seniors or even any year student should go about seeking scholarships and how BNL and the high school counseling department can help with this? Yeah, absolutely. So just to go back to early college for just a second, as far as when we're talking about money. So students are going to go into college with one full year of credits, pretty much. Most colleges that ICC is your whole freshman class or freshman year of college. So that's saving parents anywhere from five to 20000 depending on what school you're going to. Um, some of our tuition does cost $25 an hour, credit hour. Some of them are free. And for some students, they're all free. So there's a huge savings involved in that. So that's one great way that students and families can save money is earning dual credit and the ICC before going to college. Then once whatever credits you do have, you are going to college. Those scholarships obviously are really important. Um, we have several ways for students to find scholarship announcements at BNL and what we hear of locally in the state and things that are offered to students in our community. One great way is the BNL website, so they are always posted there. Our students have access to a great college and career preparation tool called Naviance. We also post our scholarships on Naviance, and students can find the applications through their accounts that they they use Naviance on a pretty regular basis, and our seniors especially use it a lot to send their transcripts and apply to college and keep track of that. So they're seeing that on that same platform. Um, the North Lawrence Foundation, Scholarship Foundation, is a great resource that a lot of schools don't have, and students in our community have access to those scholarships. Um, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars given away to just BNL students. So that is something that our seniors want to make sure that they apply for. I tell students, if you're college-bound, any type of college, any kind of major apply for the North Lawrence Scholarship Foundation. Those um, applications usually are made available in February every year. There's very detailed directions on how to turn the application in, how many copies of it, um, and then the, they start an interview process and 
a lot of students are awarded scholarships that way too. That's great. Can they come to the counseling department for help if they need to? Absolutely. Yes, their counselors can help them complete scholarship applications, ask questions about trickier questions, that sort of thing. Um, that is also where they will turn in their application for the North Lawrence Scholarship Foundation. So what are the typical deadlines for these types of applications? And that's a great question because oftentimes you'll have families asking about scholarships very early in the school year. A senior year, it's very stressful and often we're thinking about how are we going to pay for this and we usually tell students the beginning of the year is the time where you're planning and you're preparing where you're going to apply and how um, where where are you going to go and what colleges are are you looking at then once you've applied you've been accepted the second half of the school year starting in January is typically when the scholarships are being announced you won't hear a lot of scholarships announced in the fall but in the winter and spring a lot of them are being announced some of them are two-week turnaround some of them you have a month or two. So in the spring, there's going to be a lot of scholarships due by that point. Okay, so it's it's happening now, families. Yes, yes very busy time for that. So earning a high school diploma, obviously that's a very important milestone in a student's life. Can you share with our listeners the different kinds of diplomas that are available to students for the path of their high school career? Absolutely, yeah. The state of Indiana offers three diploma types. There is the general diploma a Core 40 diploma, and an honors diploma. For the honors diploma, there is an academic and a technical honors diploma, so two different ones there. Um, students typically choose that path usually their sophomore year. So everyone comes in freshman year taking the same set of classes. The state of Indiana would really like students all to be earning at least a Core 40. So we do have students start at that level as a freshman, and then as they go on, if they decide, I want to push for higher, or the family decides that Core 40 isn't for me, general diploma is more appropriate, then there is something that's called an opt-out. So students will opt out of the Core 40. Um, the general diploma is a great diploma for students who are going to go straight into the workforce. They know the skill that they need, and maybe they've earned those at the Career Center, or maybe they know exactly where they're going to work, and they don't need those extra co college prep courses. So students in those cases typically will opt out, usually in their junior year. Um, the Core 40 is known as a, the college prep diploma. It's also our most standard, and like I said, that what the state of Indiana wants all students to earn. And you're going to go a little higher in your math, a little higher in your science than you would for the general diploma. So a little extra math and science. Um, our English is the same across the board for all diploma types. And that diploma is going to get you into colleges like Indiana State, Ball State, USI, so a lot of our four-year universities. The honors diploma is a little bit more, more classes, more academics involved, and also some requirements as far as you have to get all C's or better. So the other diplomas, as long as you pass your class, you get the credit. But the honors diplomas does require a C or better. Um, those students are going to have to take even more math. So now we're talking even beyond Algebra 2. We're looking at pre-calculus, quantitative reasoning, those types of levels of math. They're also required to take some college prep classes like AP or dual credit. So a lot of our students will take those dual credit classes we talked about and get the required six credits of dual credit for their honors diploma. They also have to take a foreign language. So it's the only diploma that foreign language is required. Um, so colleges like Purdue and IU, they are looking for the honors diploma. Butler, Rose-Hulman, those are the schools that students really need to be pushing for that honors diploma for admissions. So at what point do students need to decide which diploma they want to work toward 
And can they make a change? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of students come in freshman year knowing that they want an honors diploma. So there are some things that they will start, like their foreign language. Um, absolutely, they can make a change to go down. Um, that is something we obviously want to have conversations with counselors and parents and all those sorts of things before making those decisions. But sometimes that's, that is what students and parents feel is best. Maybe um, the honors diploma is maybe not so important anymore because I know what college I'm going to go to. And I really would like to take this music class instead of my Spanish, and that's what I have room for, and the music helps in my post-secondary plans. Um, so that's appropriate oftentimes. Um, Going down on diploma definitely requires that that conversation, especially, um, and they absolutely can change. We don't usually have freshmen come in aiming for that general diploma. We'd like for them to try, and the state requires that as well. We want to see them try those co college-level preparatory classes, and if they find themselves not being successful and we need to make adjustments, that can be done. So when the high school has orientation or um, planning events with the incoming freshmen, so this year's eighth graders, is that information communicated with parents so that they can be thinking about, okay, let's have a, this conversation with our kids so we know what kind of diploma we want them to work toward so they can hit the ground running when they are freshmen? Yeah, great question. So that actually is covered in a couple different ways. One, our eighth grade parent night that gets covered by our counselors. They go over each diploma type in very more specific detail than I'm doing today. Um, exactly what classes you're going to need and along what path. Um, especially helping them make the decision on, okay, then this year, freshman year, what am I going to need based on that plan? So they will cover that with parents at eighth grade parent night. Um, in February, counselors will also start going to our middle schools to give presentations to students. So they can start to understand the requirements and what their plan is going to be. Then freshman year, once the kiddos are already with us, they will work with their counselor on a four-year plan. So really mapping out all the courses that they'll need to make sure they're meeting that goal that they set for themselves freshman year or beyond. Um, oftentimes those discussions are had about changing the plan. Maybe I was going to be a scientist and now I want to be I don't know, a baker, you know. So students will come in and meet with their counselor to adjust their four-year plan based on their post-secondary plan, their college ambitions, their career exploration, all of those things. So, yeah, um, that information does get out there both to parents and students. Great. So on the welcome days that kids and parents get to come and be involved in, they can gain that information as well as where else can they find this information if they aren't able to come um, to those evenings or days? Sure, absolutely. Well, of course, with COVID, we all learn to start making those things virtual as well. So most of the time, those presentations are recorded and available on our website, social media. Um, diploma requirements are always available on our website through our student handbook. So those are always available. But what I would recommend is the student and family make an appointment with their counselor. Um, and really have that individual conversation if they were not able to attend those events. Great. So as one of the assistant principals out at BNL, what do you enjoy most about your job? Well, I will tell you, my answer has very much to do with what I did last year and what I did this year. Uh, I enjoyed very much what I did last year, but I am so happy to be back face-to-face -face with students. This student interaction is for sure my favorite part. So Jenna, we have a um, we have a tradition here on the podcast that 
We have some fun questions that we like to ask all of our guests just to hear the different responses. So we are ready to ask you the fun questions. Okay. So first up, tell our listeners three things that you are grateful for here in our North Lawrence community. I am so grateful for my team, and I mean my administration team at BNL. I think I'm lucky starting out my career as an assistant principal having other people doing the same job as me and there to support me. So definitely my team, um, as well as all of the teachers in our building. Um, it's amazing what goes on every day for our students. Our students, of course. I'm so thankful for our students. That interaction to me I is so, so important, and I learned it last year. Of course, I always loved being with kids. That's why I was a counselor. Um, but not having it every day has just made me so thankful every day that I get to see a building full of kids. Um, I loved working with the kids virtually when I had the opportunity, but there's something different about seeing them fill the halls and getting to chat with them about what they did over the weekend. So definitely our kids, of course. Um, the collaboration, I would say, is my third. Um, I love being able to talk to staff at other schools and um, central office with Maggie Dayton. She's such a gem that we're so lucky to have. So our students, our staff, and our collaboration. Great. So thinking about um, your just personality and things that you personally um, love about education, what's your personal hashtag? Oh, that's one I forgot to think of. <laughs> oh, I felt so prepared. I forgot about that one. Um, let's do hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag speak life. There's a song that has those lyrics in it that I love, and I actually have someone had painted the lyrics for me for a sign in my office. And I think it's just a good reminder of positivity. You know, there's lots of negative things that we face, um, but there's always the positive that you can find and just speaking life and positivity into students' lives every day. Love I don't that. know that song. Who sings it? Toby Mac. Okay. Love it. Toby Mack, whenever I hear his name, I think of this um, radio push a few years ago to get backpacks for kids at the start of the year in August, and it was called the Toby Mack Backpack Attack in <laughs> August. And so whenever I hear his name, I think of that rhyme. All right, Jenna, so you had um, mentioned earlier when you and I were talking that you also help out in the cafeteria. Mr. Key yes. had, had shared that last week, and you mentioned that sometimes when you're short-staffed that you even help serve food. So let's say you're in the cafeteria out at BNL serving these hungry teenagers, and you are mixing up some music while you <laughs> serve them as a DJ. So if you were a DJ there in the BNL cafeteria, what would your DJ name be? So I did think about this one, and I would say it's going to be Jay Clark. That may sound generic, <laughs> but there was a former principal here at North Lawrence Community Schools who would call me that, and it kind of stuck. And uh, Mr. Canada now at BNL sometimes references that, so um, I'm going to own that one. DJ Jay Clark. Jay Clark. In the house. DJ Jay Clark. All right. Like it. Any students listening? Refer to her as that when you <laughs> see her Clark in the food line. DJ Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out at BNL. I love it. Well, remember to submit your answers to this week's trivia question. And it was what statue in Olytic was given to Bedford as a gift from the Indiana limestone industry? And thank you, Jenna, again, for being our guest today. We love all of the information of all of the great things happening out at BNL. And at, today, at the end of today's episode, we will be hearing from students at Needmore Elementary share what they enjoy about school. 
My name is Colette, and I am in second grade at Needmore. Some things I enjoy about school are seeing my friends because they are really nice to me. And I love my teacher because she is very kind. My name is Grady, and I am in third grade at Needmore. Some things I enjoy about school are math because I get to learn stuff and recess because it's fun and I get to play with my friends. My name is Sal and I am in third grade at Needmore. Some things I enjoy about school are computer and PE because because in computer I we get to have some free time and PE we get to do a lot of fun stuff. My name is Stella, and I am in second grade at Needmore. Some things I enjoy about school are PE and recess because I get to move around. And another thing I also like is Miss Brown because she makes everything fun when it's actually work. On next week's episode, we will welcome back NLCS Director of Learning Maggie Dayton to talk about the district's upcoming facility improvement assessment and the district's virtual learning day happening in late January. If you would like to submit any questions for Mrs. Dayton about the facility improvement assessment, be sure to email those to us at podcast at nlcs.k12.in.us, and the deadline to submit questions is Monday, January 17th. Remember that students will not have school on the 17th in honor of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Be sure to join us next week here on North Lawrence Connection as we continue to keep you connected to the happenings in NLCS. (laughs) 